Carpenter's classic remake of an adaptation of a novella called Who Goes There by John W. Campbell. It's about body snatchers, invasions, and other things. All this brought to you by Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. And we're and we're back. It's uh, uh, another podcast. Thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for uh, on on a cool October right. evening, morning. I don't know. A I don't know cool. what time you download your podcast. Uh, it was a cool, but... clear night. Uh, Warren G. <laughs> something, something. Uh, but yeah, it's it's real, real distant uh, past season three. And who knows how far we are from season four. But here here we are talking about Rick and Morty. So happy that you're with us. So as happy. we work our way through season two episodes. Right. Just, just oh my gosh. Slow and steady. Filling filling this time. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, yeah, Brandon, yeah. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm 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 doing I'm doing pretty good, Travis. Thanks. Thank you for asking. I am back at my house and not in a hotel. So hopefully the internet, if it's bad, it's uh, on your end. Like, yeah, hopefully <laughs> the way it, the way it usually is. Just just based on the like, I don't know, two minutes of conversation we've had so far. I'm very confident we'll have much better success, <laughs> and I can't I can't express how happy I am that you are back home. Uh, simply for the sake of our podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm so stoked about it. Uh, I, I do I do want to I do want to do something a little bit different at the, the start, and I just want to say uh, I, we, we haven't done social media. Well, we haven't done social media yet, so let's do that. So yeah, take yeah, it let's, back. Let's, let's, let's do social okay. media and then do something a little bit different, and then something different, like, like uh, right after the start, like right right after yeah. right after we do the same thing then we'll do something different yeah exactly uh all right if you want to follow this podcast on social media head over to twitter at rick and morty pod is where you can find us on twitter uh rick and morty podcast.reddit.com is our subreddit if you are interested in following the show over there if you uh, go to facebook facebook.com slash rick and morty podcast for all you facebook peeps uh, and then if you're if you you're still that? rocking what can you say aficionados maybe I, even if you're not an aficionado of Facebook, you could okay. still follow us on Facebook. All right. Yeah. And that's then, fair. Uh, that's Rick, fair. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Uh, for those of you that still use email, uh, and I know, I know there's at least three or four of you out there. Shoot us an email. Talk about episodes. We will read your email on the show because uh, you'll probably be the only one we get this week. Uh, <laughs> if you want to support this show, uh, with more than just word of mouth and rating and reviewing on iTunes, uh, why not head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod. Uh, $1 gets you access to our Discord. Uh, donations at the $5 level get you $1. everything else, including video versions of this podcast, videos that look way better when Brandon is actually home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God, the, the benefits of great internet are really, they pay for themselves. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't argue it. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. Fan- fantastic. Yeah. Go out there uh, and, and hit us up on any one of those channels. Please do. Uh, here's what I want to do differently, Travis. You know, some people, they, they might just be coming into the, the show. They might have just found this on Spotify or or some new podcast app somewhere in the world. And they, they might be saying, hey, hey, what? what? Tell us more about your show. And I just want to say, hey. 
This is Intermissional RSS, and we talk about Rick and Morty. And hey, <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to talk about an episode today, and then we're going to talk about semi-pertinent news, and then we're going to talk about uh, fan stuff at the very, very tail end. So if you want to hear about fan stuff, do it. And there you go. That's the different thing I wanted to do. Okay. Everyone, I feel like every once in a while, we should like we should come out and be like, hey, anybody new listening, we organize our show into three different segments. Yeah, and and if you are new, uh, welcome to being assimilated into Unity, uh, because we, on a regular basis, will refer to the listeners of this podcast as Unity, uh, a hive mind that is all controlled uh, with one cohesive thought, uh, all unified together. Um, and what a time to be talking about Unity, because this <laughs> week's episode is autoerotic assimilation, which we will be covering in the main thing, but... Before we do, before we do, we always we always start off with the the real the real meats. Yeah, that that semi pertinent news. Pertinent news. I I try to channel my best corn circa ninety three. Oh, you nailed it! Because I was like, man, I feel like a nineties like grunge thing like is happening, or like some sort of like like faux metal band, and then like, uh, and then it got kind of like tribal for a second there, and I was like, oh, all right, yeah, no, he's he's bringing it back. It's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, um, what's what's going on in the in the news of Rick and Morty over the past couple of weeks, Brandon? Oh well, well let me let me let me tell you. Uh, the first first off, I want to say I since I am back uh, in, at my house in my real life, <laughs> uh, I was able to stop by the comics shop and I was able to pick up all the comics that I've been paying for and not being able to read. <laughs> and uh, so I, I I took a look at a two two special Rick and Morty comics that that came out while I was away first. Uh, Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons crossover. Uh, I didn't. I didn't read the full issue because gonna, uh, I was scrambling my dice bag next to the mic. <laughs> I was scrambling for time coming into <laughs> trying to prepare for this episode, so I only read maybe like the first five pages or so. Uh, but but it. I, I I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it. And the coolest thing is, this isn't a spoiler, uh, but. But Morty finds that all the kids are doing D and D nowadays, and that people are getting laid for playing D and D. So of course, so of course, Morty is super excited to to try to get into it. Uh, and uh, so that, that's basically tell, how it starts. I'll, I'll tell you uh, with all honesty, uh, me starting to play D and D has in no way affected uh, my physical relationship with my wife. So, uh, for better or worse. I can I can say it's it's had negative consequences uh, <laughs> on, on that. Uh, so so it, it's up to issue two. Uh, obviously, I, I haven't read issue all of issue one yet, uh, but it's good so far. So good so far. I, uh, I am eagerly awaiting the release of the trade paperback, which is how I intend to collect Rick and Morty comics is through your trades. So from from here on out. Yeah, like next spring. I'll I'll pick it up. <laughs> uh, and the, the the second one is uh, Rick and Morty comics. They've been doing one shots of of characters, uh, as as you may or may not know. Uh, but they came out with a Sleepy Gary one shot comic. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I, I I actually read the entire thing for that. That's why we actually started so late, Travis. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, it the the one sh- the one shots are good. They're not. Uh, 
it, I have I have a mixed review, m- mixed feel about them because some of them are kind of cool, uh, but I don't, I don't know. Like I, I give it positive mark. I give it like a like a six and a half out of ten. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it, but it's not like spectacular. I I think it's safe to say that most of the primetime like main episodes of Rick and Morty are not going to dedicate full episodes to exploring the backstory of like random one-off characters. So I really think the comics have a great opportunity to take some of those really loved one-offs like uh, uh, the, the discreet assassin himself uh from populous michael from populous michael or Gary or was that the vindicators or the vindicators yeah, one yeah. shot exactly so it you can kind of expand on those storylines and uh, they have so much stuff to play with in the comics i they, they, they it's, really do. it's amazing the one the one that the, 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 what it threw me off this one i wasn't super excited about this one because i was like how are they gonna bring sleepy gary back He's just like a one off parasite. He's yeah. a one off parasite. Yeah, uh, but they, I, I will, I will say to their their credit that they found a way to bring him back and reinsert him into the life of Jerry, one Jerry Smith. So fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> uh, in in other semi pertinent news, um, the Rick and Morty soundtrack was released this last week. You can find it. Uh, in a really sweet vinyl format. They also have it on compact disc. Super uh, sweet. You can download it on iTunes or get it on most streaming services like Spotify, which honestly is how I listen to it uh, and pretty much all the music I listen to. Uh, but I got to say, the reviews are in, and it's great. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know if you've, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to listen to it, Brandon. I haven't. Uh, but, I mean, uh, most of your favorites are here. Uh, good night, uh, Moon Men. Uh, fathers and daughters, personal favorite of mine. Uh, the the Tiny Rick song. Um, just get Swifty. There's there's like a remix of Get Swifty on there. Uh, and even some like other songs. Like there's a there's a uh a medley of like just uh like uh audio. What do you call it? Like the score of the actual shows. There's like yeah. a medley of that. So. Uh, lots, lots of good stuff on there. Uh, do you have a what? I mean, putting you on the spot, Brandon. Ooh, that's good. Do you have a particular favorite Rick and Morty song? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the the one my the, my favorite song that I've had on my Spotify since it since it came out was uh uh God. Now I now I can't now I, now I can't think of what it's called. It's a it's not the Terry Flats. Terry Fultz. It? It's Terry Fultz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's now that's not listen, on, li- that's not on the Rick and Morty soundtrack. I listen to that it, all the fucking time. <laughs> it is a really good song. <laughs> yeah, that I put that on my playlist of bands that I either am too old or uncool to recognize from Adult Swim Fest. Uh-huh. Uh and yeah. and it's one of those like I put that in the Kanye birthday song uh mm-hmm. on there just to kind of, you know, mix things up. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think either of those are actually on the soundtrack. No, uh, and 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 I wonder in this a uh, l- little bit of a segue. I wonder how many of those songs they're going to play at the Adult Swim Festival, which we will both be at on yeah. Sunday night. This next <laughs> Sunday night, it's like five days from from when we're recording this. Uh, yeah, if you are in the LA area and have not yet purchased tickets to Adult Swim Fest, uh, some of them are still available. Uh, so go check those out, and uh, we'll be there on Sunday for sure, checking out the live 
Rick and Morty Extravaganza. Uh, also run the jewels, chaos, chaos. Uh, they're gonna have they're gonna have pogs there. They're gonna have Rick yes. and Morty pogs out Rick there. Rick and Morty pogs. They promoted those. I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> uh, they're also having a uh, a special edition vinyl, I think, for uh, the the Rick and Morty soundtrack. So I'll, I'm gonna pick that up. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Our best friend for life ever. Uh, uh ryan mr elder. ryan elder himself yeah uh we can we can we can carve out a little bit of his time before he before his big night uh to to or after least, or after or during either way if, yeah. he, if he wants to bring us up on stage we're into it like that's <laughs> to fine give, to give him a high five like that's that's all i'm asking is, is to give him a yeah. high five in person i'm so, i'm going i'm doing you one better i'm hoping for a selfie <laughs> <laughs> so do yourself a favor uh, shout out to Ryan Elder Music on Twitter, and don't do don't do that. Don't no, don't look. Don't we're, do that. I mean, we we want a chance still, and if we bombard him, <laughs> okay. Uh, so but, was, yeah, it's a big week for him between the soundtrack coming out. I just punched my desk, and uh, <laughs> the Adult Swim Festival. Um, yeah, Ryan Elder's just killing it right now. So killing it. Uh, clearly, best friend of the show, um, because he appeared once. <laughs> on an episode uh, uh finally uh any other semi-pertinent news before we get into our uh, last bit of news uh our, our last bit of news no this is this is it this is this is it travis go ahead and lead us in to the dan Harmon instagram minute sing the song dan Harmon instagram that's a record that's a record scratching <laughs> We're, 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 we're changing it up and, and here we're, we're changing it up just a little bit. And this is courtesy of at the Dan Levy, L-E-V-Y on Twitter, uh, who writes, how about renaming the Dan Harmon portion of the show, the Dan Harmon social media minute to cover any of the platforms he posts on now and in the future, which is a great suggestion because we did tip Twitter. Who knows? Who knows if he, he'll give up Instagram, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not doing it now. But right. who knows? Who who knows? Maybe he switches to Pinstagram. Pinstagram is that a thing? Pinstagram. It should be. It should be. You mean Pinterest or Instagram? No, it's uh, when the company we should combined. start our own social <gasps> network called oh, Pinstagram. This is happening. Any developers out there? We're starting Pinstagram, and we need your help. Uh, anyway, so we're we're switching it up, and we're we're gonna go. I, I think that's a good idea. This is now. The Dan Harmon social media minute. When you think that you got a minute, well, don't stop until you've got enough Dan Harmon minute stuff. Woo! Oh, excellent! I, I didn't mean to rhyme yeah. that. In a, in a, no, you you, you rocked it. Uh, this week on the Dan <laughs> Harmon social media minute, uh, we're 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 back over on Instagram, where uh, I will describe the visual medium to you on an audio podcast. Uh, it is just a close-up picture of the settings icon um, <laughs> from iOS, uh, and his settings icon has a notification button with for the number one. Uh, and there is a dialogue in his his headline for this image, uh, him communicating with his phone. So it says, uh, I'm assuming from the phone, uh, hey, you should finish setting up your iPhone. Oh, I thought I set everything up. What did I miss? Remember when we talked about Apple Pay? Yeah, I said no thanks. Then you <laughs> haven't finished setting up. Well, then I'll never finish. And so you will forever bear the scarlet notification. No. 
Uh, <laughs> that's so that's... apparently he's uh, Dan's not into Apple Pay. And and iOS is not into Dan not being into Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> the eternal struggle. That's that's yeah. that's what's happening between the two of them. But it's soups convenient, Dan. I'm just saying. Like it it, re- it really is. Like I, well, when I was when I was driving from Alabama to back to Florida, I stopped at a rest stop, and and one of the vending machines has Apple Pay on it. I was like, this is so convenient. I don't have change anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, real, real quick, uh, uh, I, I realize for our video folks, uh, they can see stuff. So here's those comics I was talking about. Ooh, hey, uh, man, I'm, I, that's I want to read that Dungeons and Dragons comic. I, I really do. Go get it. It's on bookshelves now everywhere or at your yeah. local comic shop. Yay. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for semi-pertinent news. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks to, uh, Dan Levy for the comment on renaming the the Harmon social media minute. Uh, but it is now time to move into the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the main thing. Gatorade is what I'm drinking now with a little bit of vodka. But now it's not the time to talk about that. It's the main thing time. Gotta hydrate while you dehydrate. All right. This week on the main thing. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about episode 203, Autoerotic Assimilation, written by friend of the podcast, Ryan Ridley. Yes. Directed but- by friend of the podcast, Brian Newton, originally aired August 9th, 2015. Uh, yeah, we're just, we're just calling yeah. in all of our callbacks. M- music, music by Ryan Elder, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Cleanup design for this episode. If you watch the end credits, Sabrina Matti, uh, friend yeah. of the podcast. Another friend. We just have so many friends, Brandon. <laughs> so many, so many drop <laughs> droppings of names. Uh, pick these all up later. Uh, <laughs> do you want to read the synopsis on this one? Yeah, ab- absolutely. This this is courtesy of Reddit, the the Rick and Morty official subreddit. Uh, Rick gets back together with his old hive mind lover. I think that's a, a Hall and Oates song, actually. <laughs> Summer doesn't like the way it controls everyone on the planet, so she attempts to free the planet's inhabitants and help them regain their former identities. Meanwhile, Beth and Jerry argue over keeping Rick in the house and come across an imprisoned alien in his basement. Blim blam, the core block. That is a super helpful and concise uh, retelling of the plot of this episode. Uh, I would like to take just a moment to read the description, the official description, if you uh, (laughs) saw this online. Uh... Rick Don gets straight emotional in this one, bro. Beth and Jerry going ham on each other, bro. <laughs> I think didn't didn't uh, a while back we said why don't we just why don't we just use the the Hulu uh, yeah, descriptions? Yeah. We said that, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's those are the official descriptions. So, like, if you pull it up on like the menu on like your Directv or uh-huh. cable or whatever. Like those are the ones that they tie with the show, and then those just get replicated on Hulu or like Vudu if you're using the uh, Walmart app or whatever. And so, yeah, like Roku. this partic- this particular season, they just got real heavy handed with the Dawn Bros. Bros. <laughs> Fant- fantastic. Um, yeah. Anyway, so maybe maybe we'll do that in the future. Maybe. Uh, Maybe we'll forget about it in the next three days and never speak of it again. 
True. True. Uh, okay. So uh, going going into the, the discussion points, we'll go straight into the discussion points, Travis. And the, again, yep. these are cur- these are courtesy of of uh, Reddit. Uh, uh, the first one here is Rick makes a couple of digs about community around 18 minutes and 10 seconds right before the cast of community makes a cameo appearance. And it makes you wonder if there's some sort of connection going on between the shows. Do you think there was a connection? <laughs> I guess this isn't a community slash Rick and Morty podcast connection. I mean, uh, thank you to whoever submitted that question on Reddit, but I'm assuming several of the responses were uh, Dan Harmon wrote community, bro. He don't get get crazy going ham in this one, bro. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, how, yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's a connection. Obviously there's a connection. I mean, I don't know. And, I don't think that's proven. You're not convinced? You're not convinced? No. Uh, if you can send us a proof in some way, shape, or form that these these two shows are connected, please, uh, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com, Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter. Please shoot us shoot us some hard proof. Thank you. One, one of my favorite things about that little bit of dialogue is when Rick's like, have them all yell at the blonde one. All right, now cancel it. Now bring it back. <laughs> like, because that's, he's, he's like sort of like, describing the the history of community on nbc like yeah uh and it's all just done so succinctly uh you 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 almost wouldn't connect it unless they show that shot of everybody sitting around the table uh at the study group yeah and and that shot that shot is really quick too so if if you don't if you don't know about community you'd be like i don't okay (laughs) that's fun red green grumble (laughs) yeah Okay, so uh, uh, this uh, this is a bit of trivia. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men, uh, and also Dr- Drive. She was in Drive as well. Uh, she plays Unity, uh, the main president. Unity, I, th- I think, not like the random, not like uh, every pedophile. other voice of Unity. Yeah, <laughs> the pedophile, pedophile. Unity. Can I take a picture of your feet? <laughs> uh, and and Patton Oswalt, a friend of the show. Just kidding. We haven't had him on. We wish. Patton, uh, come on the show. Come on, Patton. Uh, plays beta seven. Now, here's 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 something I think I mentioned before. If I didn't, I meant to, and if I didn't mean to, it's because I didn't know it. But I know it now, and so I will mention it. Uh, John Cassier from uh, the the Crypt Keeper, the Crypt Keeper Man. Uh, you know, Tales from the Crypt. He does the yeah. voice of of Blim Blam. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, space lo- aids alien. I love that. I love that old Crypt Keeper. That's a that's a all star cast for some for some guests. Heck yeah, huh? Dan Harmon's in the show too. Um, well, that's a side note. Do you think there's a connection between him and Community? Uh, I don't know. I wonder if there's a connection between him and Tales from the Crypt. Do you think we'll save we'll, we'll save that we'll, for uh, our our Tales? From send the Crypt. us your connections of, from <laughs> Tales from the Crypt to <laughs> at Rick and Morty Pod. Um, but here's uh, the actual here's the yeah. actual question: uh, Have you encountered a Beta Seven or someone named Kevin before? Uh, and was this an accurate per- portrayal? <laughs> and please share your experience, Travis. Experiences with Patton Oswalt are also included. <laughs> uh, I have not uh, met Patton Oswalt, uh, though I love his uh, filibuster rant on uh, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite uh, television moments. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I I have known people named Kevin. Yeah. So lucid. 
Uh, um, most of the time, my interactions with Kevin's are um, him trying to get the rest of the party to to follow along with the story uh, that the DM is presenting, while his his associates are goofing off and 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 doing all kinds of of nonsense. Um, he's a real straight shooter, that Kevin. Uh, and no beta sevens. I don't think I've met any beta sevens, although I've met plenty of people that were in the friend zone. Hive minds or otherwise. I, I, I have a question tying this back to, to Rick and Morty. Um, only slightly. Is, it, <laughs> is there anything to like making him a Borg character, a Star Trek <laughs> Borg-like character, a kind of uh, nerdy, like friend zone type character? Does that make sense for him to be based off Star Trek? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Like, I really, I love the sort of, like, duality of the character where he seems, like, really, like, white, milk toast, white (laughs) guilt, just sort of, like, you know, like, frumpy. But then he's got all this, like, sci-fi, like, tech, like, eyepiece and, like, whatever, right? And, like, so he's just, like, this normal, like, dude who... (laughs) Also has all this high tech stuff, and he's like, "Hey, Unity, uh, is everyone here uh, assimilated?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what a little loser! Uh, um, this is uh, this is also the first episode to show Rick's polysexuality. Uh, and the, the question is, do you think he's actually polysexual, or has he been so alienated from Earth life that it's affected his sexuality? Or is sexuality a gradient that is way more circumstantial than our culture openly acknowledges? That's deep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and not even attempt to touch that last question. (laughs) As a heterosexual white male, uh, definitely not my realm of expertise. uh, So I will uh, concede that one. Uh, But in terms of lots of sex, and with with you know with whatever, like pumpkins. (laughs) Listen, no judgment, but can you turn yourself? Can you assimilate a giraffe? Uh, yeah, I, I think that the middle of this question maybe really hits on it for Rick, where I think because he has explored the universe for so long and has been around so many different uh, things and where, where like interaction with alien species is normal for him, that I think it has really just expanded his... Uh, options or his considerations for what he might be sexually attracted to. Uh, and also maybe a situation where uh, if your first shot is like, Hey, fill a stadium with redheads and fill the stands <laughs> with people that remotely look like my father. Um, you've probably like pushed yourself pretty far uh, in, you know, sexually. And he, he maybe needs to do other things to um, be fulfilled, I guess. <laughs> to, to, to be fulfilled. <laughs> uh, that's a nice, that's a nice, uh, clean way of putting it. Uh, by the way, this isn't a... That giraffe looks so violated. It's, <laughs> it is sad. That is a sad giraffe. It, it was it was depressing. Um, yeah, I, you know, going back to Star Trek again, the whole, like, Captain Kirk goes around doing alien women uh just all the time just you know i think he only does it like twice in the original series all the time i said (laughs) all the time (laughs) uh 
like every the, episode there is a regular alien smorgasbord there are there are uh you know directors cut scenes where he's just he is just going to plow town on some some alien poon and it's just you know it's it was pretty progressive for its day i don't want to i don't want to get into it here but i'm just saying you can find it on the dark web uh anyways uh, anyways anyways alienated from earth life that has affected his sexuality yeah i mean it, it, he's seen he's seen so much and i mean he's clearly open to to, to lots of stuff um and uh, if we could if we could just get back one more time to the giraffe uh, uh are you familiar <laughs> with like dan Harmon's like extensive hatred of giraffes <laughs> uh no i i haven't i haven't been privy to that stuff in Harmontown. so so i'm pretty sure he's he's really not fond of giraffes or or in in general and and so every time i see that scene i it makes me think like did he pick a giraffe for that animal to be violent like so could- it's just one more gotcha at giraffe <laughs> culture like just one more attempt to be like haha i'm gonna have my cartoon scientist you know, violate a giraffe i don't know uh dan if you if you have the answer go and send it to rick and morty pod at, fu- uh, yeah future friend of the show dan yeah, future friend dan, future friend dan 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 um okay uh next ne- next up next up I, I you don't want to talk about sexuality as a gradient so we'll skip that uh but it d- does say circumstantial and i thought it was going to say uh, circumcised at first as i was reading <laughs> it like as i act uh but it didn't and as you read it yeah i was like circumstantial Oh, Stanchel, boo. Have you found yourself in Rick's or Unity's position before? Have you ever dated the Borg as a human or been the Borg and dated a human? <laughs> How does that go? Also, I guess messy breakups count too. Good job. Good job, Reddit, on that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you take this one first, Brandon. Okay. Have I found myself in Rick's or Unity's position before? So uh, I guess the best way to start that question is to define what that position is and i guess we can start from from unity's position uh, as she explains in the, the episode where she says yeah basically i like i i'm weak when it comes to you and uh i i fall into kind of your toxicity um right in yeah. uh, and whereas Rick's position is, hey, come with me on this journey to of self destruction, <laughs> right? And and she, her inability to kind of resist Rick in that situation, uh, in turn, somewhat enables some of Rick's worst uh, personality traits, where he just becomes completely self indulgent, and it, it really like he his affection for unity is really bizarre because it's like it it's all based on what unity can achieve for him. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Like I, so like while he really s- seems to care for unity throughout the course of the episode, like again, what is that like a true, like love sort of relationship or is it just like, she can really give me what I want, anything I want. And that's what I love about her. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, to, to me, it doesn't seem like he, he act like he cares about her in the sense that he's getting something out of her. And like, he, he feels that 
uh, somebody who like gives him it, it. Okay, so he talks at the end of at the end of the episode about uh, Morty and Summer like basically worshiping him and being like, ah, uh, you know. And then you just kind of resent them because they're like, oh, you you can't be as as much of a god as they they want you to be or whatever. Um, yet that's basically what he's trying to get unity to do for him is basically, you know, like do everything for him, but because unity is, is, is infinitely more capable of doing these, these, these things for him. He doesn't get exhausted by it. Uh, yeah, it, it feeds his, his narcissism, I I suppose. So, uh, and I find it interesting in unity's letter to Rick, uh, when, when she kind of disappears, uh, the the breakup letter where like she talks about Rick being better at the whole hive mind thing than she is without even trying like the way that he thinks about utilizing the hive mind and things like that like it seems like she's very like focused on okay assimilate a planet I've got a plan I started out in a small town then you know I I, I really buckled down got a whole planet Next, I'm going to join the Galactic Federation. I'm going to have access to other planets pretty soon. You know, I'll be a god to, you know, this race or whatever. So, and then Rick's just like, what crazy stuff can we do? Like, she's <laughs> not pre, like, she's not distracted by like, hey, how can I, you know, fill a stadium full of people or build a Mount Rushmore out of, you know, Summer and, and Morty and, and make burgers. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah. She's she's really focused and on track with what she wants, and Rick's just kind of like, let's push it to the limits. Let's see what's possible. Let's see what we can do. Like, I I, I doubt she tried assimilating a giraffe before Rick got there. <laughs> she's like, ah, uh, whatever. Let the let the giraffes be. Let let the giraffes do what giraffes do. Um, to 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 answer the question, have you found yourself in in Rick's or Unity's position before? Uh, I I won't I won't stick with this too too much longer. But I would say in order for us to answer that question, we would have to either admit on air that we're pieces of shit <laughs> at at some point in our in our lives. True. Um, or say that uh no, we haven't done we haven't found ourselves in the position before, which isn't an interesting question. Um, by the way, the first part of that, I, I mean. I'm a, I've done stupid things, but, but not to, not to, uh, uh, basically abandoning my grandchildren. (laughs) I haven't done, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Um, almost, uh, and I, I haven't been in unity's position in terms of being in a relationship that was like so unhealthy for me that I needed to get out of it. (laughs) Um, so, and I, that was that was a loud notification on my computer. You're welcome, uh, video viewers, uh, <laughs> for for that sound. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I can't say that I've really been in either one of these positions. Most of my most of my relationships were pretty cut and dry. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're you're basically you're in your second relationship right now, and you haven't left it. Mm, I could count them on one hand. I think. <laughs> But it's one uh, and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're not we're not going to get into our, our our dating history. Just know that I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty generous lover, and 
Uh, next question. The Summer's viewpoint on, on unity and immorality changes as soon as the riots start, going from a staunch pro-free will standpoint to being really down with unity's whole angle. Uh, and it, it addresses one of the classic human dilemmas of thought. If all we're going to do is kill each other over what shape our nipples are, then do we deserve to have the option of doing so? And if not, what do we do about it? Uh, it also goes Ripple on to say... nipple freak. <laughs> hey, these guys don't have... <laughs> I forget what they say. About These them. guys don't have a race because <laughs> they have get, normal nipples. Let's get I like how Summer's just like, trust me. All right. We have normal nipples. I can't even prove what kind of nipples she has. Uh, <laughs> so this, this question brings up um, stuff that I kind of thought about over several viewings of this episode. And that's really like, it, 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 it stems from what unity truly is or what her power is really is over the individuals that she assimilates because I, the thought of a hive mind is that she is just completely in control of everyone's train of thought. And she like is a puppet master. That's basically controlling all these people, um, which makes her really like one organism in that's, that's stretched over the whole planet or whatever. Right. Like, and the whole premise of like, having newspapers, having publications, having television, all of that <laughs> seems really like for show and unimportant because all of those are communication tools that we use for individuals to communicate with other individuals, you know, thoughts or ideas or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if she can think for everyone and do for everyone, then none of that stuff is necessary because she is everyone's thoughts. So like, and then, like, just everybody going through, like, the day-to-day -day monotony, you know, going to work, leaving, like, this this woman was, what was it, like, a prostitute or a, a drug drug addict, and now she's a, now she's a, a doctor. marine biologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, is she, or is that just what you chose to manipulate that person into? Like, I don't know, what is your take on that and and how that works in, in the confines of the episode? Uh, I... I think I don't know if I can answer. I don't know if I can answer that question, but it, but you talking about that spurred a thought, a similar thought. Uh, speaking of of Rick as a as a parasite as well, uh, with the with the Council of Ricks and the Citadel of Ricks, right? Uh, with as we see in season three, obviously in Tales from the Citadel, you have all these Ricks who are doing menial jobs and. There, you know, how do how do some Ricks get put in this position? Other Ricks get put in like higher up positions, and the uh, the 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 juxtapose or contrast the two, where Unity is a single mind operating these different parts, just as we're a single mind operating my hands and my fingers at the same time and my legs, and now I'm right. going all flaily, uh, compared to Rick as a parasite. And all those Ricks who are just all free will, uh, just doing what they're doing in a weird kind of chaotic order. Uh, right. Yeah. It's it's it, it's it's interesting to to me. I think with that in mind, I think Unity, when she's not around Rick, uh, makes her much more organized and ambitious, and like everyone has a job, and um, if if she a prostitute as an example uh i guess 
if she is in control of everyone, she can have sex with herself whenever she wants to. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't need, you wouldn't need a prostitute. Uh, but maybe she, maybe maybe she doesn't know everything about marine biology or the oceans. And so you'd still have somebody uh, like her finger, AKA marine biologist going out there and studying the water. So, yeah, I, my, I guess one of the things I think about is like, you know, if we, if we think about unity in terms of our own bodies, right? Like I can think about breathing and I can focus on breathing and I can control my breathing if I'm focused on it, but I don't have to be like focused on it all the time. And there are times when I can just like breathe and I keep breathing, except for when you start thinking about breathing yeah. and like, it's really hard to like stop thinking about it. And as you say it, like everyone listening to this <laughs> is, right now. is right now, like <laughs> I'm breathing, <laughs> but with that in mind, like using that analogy, can she say, oh, I have, you know, service workers that are, you know, maybe they're, you know, garbage collectors and she doesn't have to spend her time like thinking about how to operate as a garbage collector. But if she needs to tap into that, maybe she can, but I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Like if you kind of, kind of like, uh, the situation in the episode when she's getting all trashed and the, the, the other unity with summer and Morty, they start throwing up and they like, they're, they're getting out of control, but unity proper is still like in the chambers and she's partying with Rick. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like where, you know, <laughs> there's, there's a disease in her and it's, and it's called Rick's penis. And, <laughs> uh, like th- stuff is happening that she doesn't know about that it, that's that's hurting her right her, yeah her mind oh hmm. oh her hive mind oh um okay any, any other thoughts on that uh I, I don't know if we really even touched on the question it was just sort of so. a lead-in for thoughts that i had but yeah i don't know i uh do we deserve free will um i mean i'm mean, i I'm, a, I'm fond of it um i i would prefer if we don't start race wars uh but um i i there's the argument that like we don't have the capacity to love without free will right so we can't we we wouldn't be able to do bad things if we were all you know controlled but then we also wouldn't be able to make choices to do good either yeah so but would it know. but would it matter if you didn't have to make that choice yeah but that's where the <laughs> the whole question comes back is like if we have choices but are like tapped into like where unity can like observe what we're doing but like isn't and can essentially take control at any time but like if it's just unity stretched into all these people, then like there's no yeah. other people there. It's just unity. Like, so like if they change if they change the saying to unity take the wheel, like we'd be we'd be cool with that, right? <laughs> You're like, this is get this is getting into another form of discussion. <laughs> uh but yeah, so I and I I don't know. It's I, I think within the the confines of the show, I think unity controls everyone. And like, that's how it works. Cause she's like, I evacuated the town and then blew it up. And I did, you know, I did this like, we're okay. Um, uh, but again, like her, that's where her decision, like 
I'll assimilate all these planets and then I'll be what single-minded people call the God. And I'm like, well, you're just unity still with a bigger reach. Like <laughs> you're, you know, cause again, like there's nobody worshiping you. You're just them. You have become them. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. Um, Okay. Uh, ne- ne- next up, here, here's here's a, here's a, a it's a long it's a long paragraph. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read the entire paragraph, but I will par- word for word, Brandon. I will <laughs> read it word. For I will word. paraphrase the paragraph, <laughs> and I will para para, and basically, uh, this episode got a lot of uh, fee- positive feedback from from the fan community, uh, people identifying with Rick, uh, but there's also a lot of questions like how how can I be more like Rick? And uh, so the question is really, what are our thoughts on on how the fan community has embraced who Rick is uh, over over the years? And um, do you think the fan community is is identifying with Rick's depression in a therapeutic way, or uh, putting his destructive qualities on a pedestal? Yeah. So there's a lot of. Uh, people in the fan community that have wanted to say that they're like Rick or have idolized Rick. Um, and I think we have done uh, in, on several occasions on this podcast talked about how Rick really isn't the character in the show that most, if any people can relate to. Yeah. There are aspects of Rick's character that obviously people can relate to, but most of us, if we're really being honest with ourselves, we're more, of a Jerry or a Beth or a Morty or a summer than we are Rick. Like even, even the super smart brainiacs over there in Silicon Valley, (laughs) uh, you know, they're, they're not necessarily a Rick. Right. And, and, and I agree that the destructive aspects of Rick are, uh, one of the reasons why we shouldn't strive to be like him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and while like in this episode, we see, a very depressed Rick, a very vulnerable side of Rick. Um, there are, there are moments when I think all of us can relate to feelings like, you know, heartbreak and and things like that. Um, but again, I don't think idolizing Rick is ever the intent or the expectation on this show. I think Rick oftentimes sort of exhibits the worst qualities in people. Um, but he also happens to be super smart. So yeah, yeah. I I I feel like the the show has like started off with that like oh oh it'd be cool to, cool to be like Rick. And I think even like way back in one of our episodes a long time ago, we even like who are we more like? Are we more like Jerry or Rick? And and I and I said back then like oh yeah, I think I'm more or more of a Rick. But I I don't I don't want to be like that i don't want to be associated with that kind of like toxic narcissistic destructive kind of person because i because i honestly i i don't feel like i am and 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 you said you were more like jerry and we all talk shit about jerry all the time but you know as in the end of the episode when jerry is simply weed whacking the cracks in his garage while rick is depressed and (laughs) passed out from almost suicide uh, you know, he just, he wants, he wants to be happy and he wants a simple life and he wants to take care of his family. And, you know, 
yeah, he's got some problems, but I, I think he has it more together than, than Rick does realistically. And, and it's interesting to watch the character development of Morty over three seasons and, and uh, potentially over another 70 episodes. Cause like Morty has really gone from the hapless bumbling, you know, idiotic sidekick to at times really taking control, putting Rick in his place. He's, he's grown a lot over three seasons. And there are times when I think Morty is, is more of the person worth, you know, aspiring to when he's like still rooting for what's good and, and rooting to like keep people together and fight for the family uh, and look out for his sister or his parents or his grandpa uh, and, and not let those be weaknesses for himself in the, in the same way that Rick does. So I don't know, interesting stuff. And I'm sure we'll get a lot more as, as more seasons uh, pile up. If, if yeah. you will, seventy episodes, Travis. Uh, t- t- tell me, tell me some of your. Let's go through some of our favorite bits. Favorite bits. Uh, first up, and we alluded to to a little earlier. Um, when <laughs> when summer starts a race war uh, <laughs> between the the knife nippled and uh, ripple nipple freaks. Um, <laughs> ripple nipple uh cracks me up uh and and mostly it's it's the the moment i think when they're coming back in from a commercial break where she's like i didn't want to start a race war or whatever and and morty's just like first race war summer come on like (laughs) like just kind of like this is something that he's dealt with plenty of times before it's old hat to him (laughs) yeah uh yeah that's a that's a good one um i i i like this the, the little it's it's kind of just a real quick uh gag like bob's burgers or or uh um kind of like stuff that you see on like the church on the simpsons uh on the display just a real quick gag on the newspaper it says world peace achieved and then like the sub little subheading for it is turns out it wasn't all that difficult yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's a that's a good little uh, spot added in there. Uh, another another moment that that cracked me up uh, was when Jerry is starting to rummage through the garage uh, looking for his weed whacker because his weeds are whack, yo. Uh, and he just spirals <laughs> out into all this terrible hip hop slang. Uh, yeah, cra- cra- cracked me up. Uh, and 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 especially when Beth calls him on it. And yeah, that's all that stuff's great. Yeah, uh, you've you've mentioned this one before. This is one of my one of my one of my bits that I actually paid attention to uh, when Rick is in his Uncle Sam costume and he's flying, hang gliding into the stadium. And his little blurred out dingling is 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 is, is flapping up. in the breeze. I want you. <laughs> what is, and what is the crowd like? That's my son. That's my son. <laughs> Uh, we said that we said this before, but I think that's it's a good point to bring up again that the like Unity knows what his dad looks like, and she knows she has a an intimacy with Rick, whether you know whatever, however toxic that relationship is or not. She has a intimacy with him to know what his father looks like, and nobody else does. So far as we that know. or he that or he explained it to her. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Man. you know, 
I, I not not to burst every bubble. Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm bursting. reaching Travis. Maybe you're you're my giraffe right now. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice, real nice. Uh, that's one of my other favorite bits from this episode is when uh, Jerry finds the subterranean layer, layer and just keeps saying nice, <laughs> real, and like to a point where it is annoying, and and yeah. Beth Beth gets him to stop. I, I, wa- I wanted I wanted to put that on there because I. I that is something I would, I would, I would do. <laughs> that's, that's um, yeah, the, the, the final thing that I, I, I want to, that I really liked was their song at the beginning, the love connection <laughs> experience. experience. <laughs> and that, yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's, random. <laughs> it's such a great way to, to start the episode because they're Summer, Morty, and and Rick are all singing this song about love, connection, and experience, and they're so happy to be with each other. And and then all of a sudden, distress signal, baby. And then then, <laughs> then, then Rick shows his true colors when he finds uh, something when, when he can be selfish about it, and he, he yep. gets rid of him. He pushes him by the wayside. Where's that love, connection, I, experience now? I I I think a um, couple other things worth worth mentioning in this episode. Um, one, if we're talking about bits, uh, it's not really a comedic bit, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll call it the chaos chaos segment, uh, uh, at the end of the episode when, when Rick comes out into the garage and is all depressed and, uh, attempts suicide, uh, definitely a heavy emotional moment for the show and is really, really well done. And I think really resonated with a ton of viewers. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, and it's 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 interesting because you you watch that scene, and then when you go back and rewatch the episode, like seeing the elements from that scene, like in in the background of the B plot with with uh, Jerry and Beth, like Jerry actually pulls that little frozen alien out of a cupboard as he's looking for yeah. the um. You can see the the pieces of the of the contraption like out on the workbench, um. But yeah, just uh. I, I and and really upon first viewing, I didn't realize fully that Rick was like really trying to kill himself and like that he would have gone through with it if he hadn't passed out. Like that um he he was he was there to do it yeah. and it was I don't know, fate that uh passed him out or whatever. But um That's right, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and, and this is a side serious moment to 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 say, yeah, I mean if those are real feelings that that people have that aren't just uh cartoon characters so uh, yeah um so yeah we we f- we feel for you out there and uh if you need to talk we're here and that's not a that's not a that's not a, that's not a rick and morty line we're here if joke. you need to talk thing yeah. uh and if you don't want to talk to two random faceless podcast hosts there are people talk to somebody to talk. if you if, if you're if you're legit feeling that way yeah. uh talk to somebody and and get help because yeah. uh yeah uh it feels weird to transition to the b plot at this point brandon but uh we didn't really talk about it uh in the episode um there's some real signals in this episode about problems what's to come jerry and beth's marriage uh they basically fight the entire episode to the point where an alien rips his chains out of the wall and finds a voice translator so he can chew them out about it 
the alien has penis fingers. I mean, what else? <laughs> what else can we say? What What else can we say? Uh, Blim Blam the Core Block. Where's that rap song that I that I need to bring back out of the? <laughs> yeah, man. Remember the Blood Dome yeah. Battle League? Yeah, feels like forever ago. Uh, but but I I feel I feel Blim Blam and uh, him getting annoyed with with B plot <laughs> Beth and Jerry because. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, but clearly, there's some fissures there that we'll see manifest themselves later in in the uh, you know season three and beyond. So. And Jerry, how do you have like a two thousand dollar electric bill and not raise some flags? Come on, Jerry, <laughs> let's get it together. Yeah, may, well, maybe plugged in a laptop and he just had it on. Maybe he's like a bit mine or uh, Bitcoin mining. So somebody left the fridge open. I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, do, you, do you have any other thoughts on the episode, Travo? No, I mean, classic episode. Uh, I it's it's a it's a great one. Um, probably one of our. I don't know. It's it's probably in my top ten for the for the series. In the, in, uh, in, the so. in the season in the season, where do you where do you put it so far? So far, um, it's it's my top. If we're going, I mean, for the three Ooh. episodes, um, I don't know. It's it's either one or two, because um, uh, what what the what is the last one called? Uh, Morty Night Run. Yeah, more, no, not Morty Night Run. Oh. What's the one? Oh, I, I don't know. It's just it's just on there. It was just it was oh. Uh, yeah, it, last one was Morty Night Run. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say you son of a bitch. That was right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Morty Night Run, and then uh, uh, Rickle on Time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's say. Let's say number one. Okay. All right. Good. Where would you put it, Brandon? Where would I, where would I put it? Uh, I, I, I would, I would put it. Uh, I, would, I would put it up uh, number two. I'd put it. I, I still like Rickle on Time a lot, so I put it number two, and then and then Morty Night Run at three. So far. So far. So far. Maybe we'll just do this. Yeah. At the, maybe we'll do these numbers at the end of the season. Let's just do that. I think let's do that. Yeah, it breaks yeah. up. The, it breaks up the flow. Uh, but I do want to. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to uh, at Malachite uh, underscore SSG. We will do numbers at the end of the season for you. Uh, market bookmark it. We'll come back to this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just easier that way. It, I think it's 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 easier for us to look at it as a collective. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there, Brandon? You see what I did? Uh, All right. Start for listener suggestions and short outs. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real uh, quick, if you have any thoughts on this episode, make sure you send them to us on any of the social media that we mentioned before: Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter, Rick and Morty Podcast at Gmail and uh, we will hit you up on the on the back on the back on the back flippity on the flip flippity back. Uh, yeah. Listeners, suggestions and short outs. Email. We did get an email from somebody that had a link to a bunch of Rick and Morty comics, which we didn't click on because we do not support illegal stuff unless it benefits us in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, support your local comic shop. And we'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> uh, so, but thank you for that email. And comic producers and artists and writers and everybody yes. that makes the stuff. Yeah, yes. Go support them. Uh, but thanks for thinking of us. Yeah, thank you. It, seriously, sort of. that's that's still nice. Yeah. That's still nice for you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to somebody, uh, a, a, a woman who has Mr. Poopy Butthole underwear. Where like Mr. Poopy Butthole is in the butt crack, but it looks like he's getting like... Oh, the one that tagged us on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, congrats on your on your tight shorts with poopy butthole in them 
<laughs> that's a real quick one. I just I forgot all about that until right this second. Uh, get get it because he's Mister Poopy Butthole, but he's in a butt crack. Do you get it? Oh, oh, it's funnier now that you explain yeah. it. Okay. Uh, okay, so over uh, we're gonna start with 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 Reddit. Uh, so over on the the Rick and Morty subreddit, not our podcast subreddit, but the actual Rick and Morty subreddit, uh, we we post these episodes and we post the discussions and and uh, you know uh, background art and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, and we, and there was a there was one person who did a comment, and and admittedly we we get a lot of views to that post, but we don't necessarily get a lot of discussion from those posts uh somebody posted this and they wrote pretty telling that there are no replies to this thread even though it's been sticky for like four days now i don't think anyone really wants to sit here and discuss a cartoon in depth but like this with prescriptive and pretentious highbrow discussion points you suck all the joy out of it by going over the top with all this detail just relax uh, which is an mst3k in line i feel like but you should really just relax. Um, and uh, we we did we did get uh, some a few folks who they ca- they came out Earth nineteen uh, nine nineteen pod on Twitter. Don't listen to this. There's obviously an audience for your podcast. People who really love the show. Uh, uh, Daticus he he hit us up too. Um, and uh, here here's here's the thing. Uh, we even even if they, he was just referring to the post itself and wasn't listening to the podcast. Which if he did listen to the podcast, he'd be like, oh clearly they they do take themselves clearly these guys don't know what they're take themselves very seriously (laughs) Uh, they they don't laugh they are the super serial all the time um we 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 appreciate regardless him taking the time out to, to write that even uh we are i would never accuse ourselves of being highbrow or prescriptive uh, because we're not doctors and we can't officially do that l- legally. And we just talked about legally a minute ago. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, so I thought that was interesting. And, and, and actually there were some good discussions that came out of it. I think, I think that guy actually made it to where people like, drove the discussion yeah. further <laughs> uh, because, because there were some question uh, discussions about um, a Rick on time about Rick praying and uh about you know even if you're as smart as rick there's still a part of you that feels that maybe 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 there's something out there maybe there's maybe there's a god out there uh but some some good conversations out there some good discussions about a rickle in time uh if you want to go check it out yeah. <laughs> rick and morty subreddit just search rick and morty you'll find yeah it. you'll you'll find them before you find our podcast so. <laughs> yeah uh okay moving on let's move on to the twitter shall we twitter sphere Travis. twitters uh old scooty scooty old poofser old j2 uh, j dose j2 uh hit us up with the old taylor swifty uh uh image which uh continues to haunt my nightmares uh thank you thank you so much Just, for this this Photoshop abomination. I personally think uh, Taylor Swifty is is more beautiful than Taylor's Taylor Swift. Hey, everybody has a type, Brandon. <laughs> uh, can you assimilate gonna... assimilate a, a Taylor Swift, but make it look like Rick? <laughs> can you assimilate myself? Uh, here, let's throw Taylor Swifty up for uh, yeah. the video, there. folks. Uh, 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 that is so uh, good. 
This is so beautiful. Beautiful. I also am not convinced that the person photoshopped is actually Taylor Swift. That may be just <laughs> another random person. And then they just came up with a name. Maybe, but maybe anyway, so. thanks, J2. Yeah, th- thank you, J2. Uh, at Tom Colos, K-O-L-O-S, 1024. Uh, ooh, 1024. Uh, yeah, we, we, we got a couple of tweets uh, from him. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of them talking about uh, his friend who found the Rickmobile in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, and he shared, shared a photo from, from visiting the Rickmobile. Hopefully he saw a magnet for our podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, in or on or about the Rickmobile. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. No, no promises. Uh, he also mentioned uh, earlier uh, in, in the week previous that he uh, just started listening to the show, was really enjoying it. Uh, so we appreciate uh, you listening. We're glad that you found the show. Uh, thanks to whoever shared it with you. Yeah. And uh, and Wholef- there's your short out. Wholeheartedly, <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> uh, at Gary Motion, uh, he sent us a video of a motion graphic uh, for True Level. And uh, it's it's dope. It's dope, dope sauce. Did you it's legit you, fam? You watched it, Travis? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said dope, but I just wanted to make sure that you're not lying about it and you actually didn't no, watch it. No, I'm not lying. Um, I, I'm really <laughs> interested in motion graphics, actually, and it's one of those things that I'd love to learn if uh, we had, like, 48-hour days and I could uh, have twice as much time to be productive. Um, I, but, you know. I, I liked it, but I, I, need you, I need you to tell me, uh, because I'm not, uh, I'm not a graphic designer and or video person, I can do video, but I'm not that talented. What, what, what was dope about it? Like I liked it. I thought it was cool, but what was dope? And that's about what dope. That's what that's what was dope about it is that you liked it. <laughs> I know. I just I thought <laughs> like that. That's I don't it. know. I thought it was cool. Like the way that um, as it's like going to true level, like like he, the way that he manipulated the words and things to to, to match sort of the concepts behind. Um, what was being said okay. also like um, he 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 added a lot of emphasis to the dialogue and it wasn't just words flying in and out of the screen but he really um, animated it in such a way that it, it emphasized um, the words being said okay in my opinion that 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 that's awesome and here's here's why I actually had you explain it Travis because because a lot of people who are listening are like I what a motion graphic what what, a, what is a motion and, graphic? And I just and I just incepted you into tell, telling people what a motion graphic. <laughs> you is. don't know me. Uh, I, I I I'm going to now challenge Brandon to find a link to this tweet and include it in the show notes uh, in case you want to check out this motion graphic for yourself. Challenge recepted. <laughs> uh, finally, if you're if you're one of our uh, patrons. Patrons, patron, pa- fuck, uh, patrons, P- patrons, patrons. By the way, I, th- I threw up on Patron uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, so not surprised in the least. <laughs> um, over on Discord, if you're a patron, you can come in there and you can chat with us here every once in a while. Uh, our our uh, so lucid, Kevin. So he 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 asked, he sent us something a really cool kind of uh, question a few weeks, maybe about a month ago, actually now. And we kept saying, we're going to include it, we're going to include it. And instead, we just play D&D with them, and we say, this is enough time we're spending with you. We really don't want to spend any more time with you. 
but I, I said, okay, to hell with it. We'll actually include it this week. But he wrote to us. Uh, this is about. Um, uh, I think this is. Uh, well, I'll just I'll just read what he said. Rickland time. I yeah. think right. Uh, this episode got me thinking. We already know that there are infinite dimensions with infinite infinite ricks. Hence the citadel and the council of ricks. What I'm wondering is what was the difference between the multiple ricks at the citadel and the split time ricks in this episode? Are there a difference? Is there a difference between an alternate dimension and a parallel dimension? The answer, of course, is don't think about it. But what if you did think about it? And uh, and I haven't you thought go about cross-eyed. it. You go cross-eyed. <laughs> you have thought about it. Have you given extensive thought to this? Brandon? No, I haven't. I haven't thought about it uh, until I read it right now. I don't, are you saying I don't you're... read things you've sense. Are you saying you're uncertain? Uh, Are you going to uh, frack? Ah, split in two. Um, it'd be cool if I did a video effect where you split in two. Motion uh, graphic. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do that. Uh, um, so as far as the different dimensions go, like that's a. I mean, it's a really good question because all of all of the like interdimensional ricks at the Citadel, if they're on infinite timelines. Mm-hmm. But they're like all acting independently of each other. And for the most part, all of the split ricks between the uncertainties are all mostly doing the same thing. So is it just that they're that close together on like the span of time that they're they're all pretty much similar and they haven't diverged enough to be doing different things or... Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I just blacked out for a second. I don't know. <laughs> or if the Rickle and time parallel dimensions, the uncertain dimensions, like that is, that is just a, that's something that, that shouldn't exist necessarily. That like, that's, that's a timeline that, that shouldn't exist as far as, right. Because it, it's like, like Langoliers are going to come and like eat. <laughs> yeah. All the Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cats, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the floating around, like, those don't really exist in Rick's timeline in in the you know C137 timeline. And so it's almost like if all of the Ricks of the Citadel have their own individual unique timelines including our Rick, our main character Rick, um we're observing a fracturing of that individual timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and 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 it, and because of the uncertainty and him messing with his own timeline they have to get it back into that one lane that is his timeline. Yeah, that's and 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 while it's all fractured out, they're just multiple entities of that one individual timeline that need to get sort of pushed back together. That would be my that, understanding. I, that's 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 that is it. I, that's the direction I'm going to go with. Is that yeah? That's the best way to explain it without making your head hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. So hopefully it answers your question. Uh, so lucid. Uh, send us some more, and we will get to them in a couple months. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and that that marks the end of our show notes, which must mean it is the end of this episode. So uh, thank you so much to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you uh, for sending in your questions, for following us on Twitter. Uh, if you haven't had an opportunity, maybe you're a new listener uh, to the podcast. Uh, do us a favor, head over to uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, even if you don't frequent the site yourself, uh, and leave us a review, five stars if you please, uh, and let us know what you think about the episodes. Um, they help this podcast to be found by others on 
uh, on Apple Podcasts. And I don't know if if you have a different podcaster you use uh, and they they allow you to rate and review, then definitely uh, do that over there. It would really help us out. And uh, if you're on social media, share this episode with uh, friends on Facebook or Twitter, things like that. Uh, word of mouth is really the only advertising that we get uh, for this show. So, so we appreciate everybody that shares uh, this podcast and uh, we thank you for listening. And, and as a, as a final reminder, if you're still around, be sure to hit us up at adult swim festival this weekend on Sunday. We'll That's be there. Right. Sunday. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what's going on. Uh, I'm there for approximately 42 hours. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so if, if you were looking for somebody to buy beer for, Hey, we'll be, we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have to sleep during any of those hours. That's what the plane rides are. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Uh, anyways, uh, so uh, until until we talk to you next time, I am Brandon, and I'm Travis. And we'll see. We'll see you later. Bye, Unity. Thank, thanks for listening. You're out. Are you still recording? Good. Neither am I.